Style B, the star you are. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and I am always so excited to be your personal growth success coach right here on the airwaves with you. We are here to help you be happier, healthier, and more successful in your everyday life, and we also bring you the authors, the experts, and the professionals that help you get there. So get ready to pump your energy, love, learn, laugh, listen, and live your dreams because we are a show about following your heart. We call it Champagne for the Spirit, and it is brought to you by Be the Star You Are, nonprofit corporation, and produced by Star Style Productions. Well, everyone gets stressed out from time to not time, but not everyone knows how to go to that calm place of serenity and learn how to juggle all of their plates so that they can feel balanced. In this first segment, I want to share a few thoughts on a juggling act, how to balance your life and keep the balls in the air. And then best-selling author Patty Hansen joins us in segment two with her newest book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Divorce and Recovery. And in the final segment, you'll meet two renowned authors and writers who have also contributed stories to Be the Star You Are for Teens, C. Hope Clark, founder of FundsForWriters.com, and Shirley Chang, a blind and disabled young lady who surmounts every challenge. So as always, we have a dynamic show for you today with purpose and passion, and we hope that it communicates to you that you are the producer, the writer, the director, and the star of your life. The Miracle Moment is brought to you by Coaching Services from Star Style Productions. Whenever you need help with writing, acting, performing, speaking, or just life challenges, give Star Style a call, 925-377-7827, 925-377-STAR, or visit star-style.com. The first Miracle Moment is from Coretta Scott King. 
It doesn't matter how strong your opinions are. If you don't use your power for positive change, you are indeed part of the problem. And what our show's about is being part of the solution. So we are all about change and moving forward. Well, as I've been talking about for the last few weeks, we are very excited to announce the release of the newest book, Be the Star You Are for Teens, Simple Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, Learning, and Leading. We have 38 contributors from around the world who are offering stories of hope, inspiration, and laughter in the second book in the Be the Star You Are series. And the greatest part about it is many of these writers are teenagers. We say that it is for teens, by teens, and about teens. We've had some amazing endorsements. Alyssa Rulin, who is the actress and star of High School Musical 1, 2, and 3, said, I wish I would have read this when I was a teen. It would have encouraged me to let go and be me. Individuality is crucial in life, and this book helps explain why it is so important to stay true to yourself. How right, Alyssa, really appreciate that. Well, we want you to be ready to be the star you are, and we know that it's tough being a teen in today's world in the 21st century with so many restrictions, requirements, and reality television obsessed with cultural messages that are focused on fame and fortune, beauty, or sex. It's no wonder that teens feel helpless and hopeless and stressed out. Well, you're really in luck because help is here with Be The Star You Are for Teens. It's a refreshing escape from sermons and rules. Instead, you're just going to read real-life stories with real issue tools. And each easy-to-read short chapter is jam-packed with simple strategies that you can implement immediately to survive and thrive. Written uh, by teens, for teens, and about teens, Be The Star You Are is going to encourage you to embrace your individuality, Find your passion and your purpose and ignite that flame that burns brightly within. Now, Patty Hansen, who is author of Chicken Soup for the Preteen Soul and who will be joining us quickly, she also endorsed the book. And hers, she had a really great thing to say. Teen peer pressure is undeniably stressful. In this book, Cynthia Bryan provides stories and tools that will help teens honor their individuality and uniqueness while learning to deal with peer pressure in a positive way. We had many, many endorsements, including Cassidy Freeman, who stars in CW Smallville, and she'll be on the show with us uh, coming up soon. And uh, Michelle is my love, who is the author of The Galaxy Watch. And, of course, Bethany Hamilton, the pro surfer who lost her arm to a shark attack, had the greatest blurb to say that she said that a book has to really inspire her and make her feel like she needs to get up and do something. And she goes, this is the book. It makes me want to surf a bigger wave. So that was really cool. So uh, we want you to get the book and order it. You can pre-order it now. It's not in stores, but you can pre-order it by going to www.bethestarur.com. All proceeds will benefit Be The Star You Are charity, which brings you this radio show. It helps keep us on the air. It helps youth be mentored and have role models, and it gives other charities and shelters tools for living. So please support the book, BeTheStarYouAre.com. The price is $17.95 plus shipping, and if you're in California, you do have to pay taxes. Well, this week I am lecturing in Omaha, Nebraska at a conference for the American Society of Interior Designers of Iowa and Nebraska. 
And with the challenges we are facing with today's economy, as well as the stresses that we have just in our everyday life, I've been hired to work with the members of the organization on adapting more life balance. And it's been said that the difficulties of life are intended to make us better, not bitter. And that is my idea for transforming the confusion. The constant demands of business life can make anyone feel really overwhelmed and frustrated occasionally. And when you're feeling stuck, you want to try a couple of these ideas. Take a break by doing something spontaneous and fun. Re-energize your brain and your body through meditation, exercise, a trip to the beach or the lake or out in nature somewhere, or pamper yourself. Get a massage. Go get a facial or a pedicure or just sit in a steam room. Pat yourself on the back. Congratulate yourself for going out there on those limbs and taking chances and taking risks. And keep remembering that when you don't have any pain, you really aren't making any gains. So you do want to tell yourself that, hey, bravo, you are out there doing it. Let go if something isn't working and you've tried everything to get on track. I mean, it really is time just to surrender and move on. Surrendering doesn't mean defeat. It just means that there's going to be another door that's going to open, and the one that you're knocking on is really closed shut. Ask for help with brainstorming. You know, many minds make creative outcomes, and nothing is too wild when you're looking for a solution. I have found with the charity, we've been putting together this big 10th anniversary bash that's coming up, and the more of the teens that get together and throw out their ideas, as wild as they seem, they really make sense. And we're really getting some super, super things accomplished. So brainstorm with others. So your next step is you have to go into action. Once you follow the other steps, you know, you've got to get back in the game. And remember, most of all, that change is another word for learning and growth. And although it may be tough, it usually is a step in the right direction. So embrace change, get on board, and move forward. As living becomes more complicated in today's world, we really do need to recharge our batteries more. How do you recharge yours? Do you do it through exercise? Do you play with your kids? Do you go out in the garden? Do you do woodworking? Do you have some kind of creative endeavor or a creative outlook? Do you fantasize about going on a great cruise or going to a luxurious spa or going camping or, or maybe just sitting in a hot bath? You know, we have to get through our frustrations and our challenges. We all have wish lists, and it behooves us to whittle down the list and make plans to accomplish our goals. And whether you are balancing family interests, career demands, or changing lifestyles, I really want to present a few ideas that can help you create your own personal sanctuary today. Now, to, to juggle successfully, no matter who you are or what you're doing, you're going to have to give up three things, or you have to have three things. Number one is you've got to give up perfection. Instead, just strive for excellence. Whenever we go for perfection, we can't reach it. But if we say we're going for excellence, that is a doable goal. That is reachable. Take care of yourself first. If you're not well and you're not healthy, you're not going to be able to take care of business, your family, your friends, or your colleagues. So really put yourself first. When I'm coaching, I often ask people, who's the most important person in the room? And they'll point to somebody else, they'll point to me, they'll point, and it's not. It's always you. 
So you are the most important person in the room because you're the only person that can make things happen for you. And the third thing is to make a decision to smile, have fun, and be wild and crazy. You know that those are the rules here on our show, smile, have fun, and be wild and crazy. And what we mean by that is when we're smiling, we are more playful. When we are having fun, there's really no room for feeling depressed and feeling like you're so challenged. And being wild and crazy is going out on that limb, taking measured risks, and knowing that you can reach things. Now, all of us, all around the world, we're all jugglers. We all have to wear many hats. We're men, women, sons, daughters, husbands, wives, lovers, parents, professionals, you know, tutors, cleaners, window washers. It doesn't matter what we are, ditch diggers, presidents, radio engineers. It, it doesn't matter. But we're all drowning in balls that are falling to the ground because we have dubbed ourselves are the chief everything officer. Yes, we are the CEO, but it's the chief everything officer. And we have to kind of get rid of some of those things. The seven areas in life that I like to look at to balance are these. Number one is personal. Number two is business. Number three is financial. Number four is health. Five is family and friends. Spiritual is six. And then your fun and leisure time is number seven. And what do you include in each of these? Well, the first step to create balance is to examine, really truly examine truthfully where you are and where you want to be. Ask yourself these three questions and ask them for each of those seven areas of your life. How do you perceive this area of my life? How would I describe this area of my life if I were being completely honest to myself and others? And are both of those questions have identical answers because they need to? And if they don't, we really do have to make some more time to look deeper and to go into finding more balance. Now, I talked about surrendering for a moment. And by surrendering, you may want to do yourself a favor and create a personal progress report. I'm a big believer in doing these personal progress reports. And if you take a few minutes, you can do one for yourself. You want to write 50 goals. I mean, just write down 50 goals. I know not long ago we had an author on our show, Billy Joel Dahl, who also is a contributor to the book, Be the Star You Are. And she talked about how when she wrote down her goals for a school project, that she was so frustrated because she couldn't come up with 20 of them. And her teacher made her do 20, and she huffed and puffed, but she just wrote down things that she thought were impossible. A couple of years later, when she took out those goals, she found out that she had achieved more of the ones that she thought were impossible than the ones that were the easy ones. So you do want to write your goals, but make sure goals have these ingredients. They need to be your goals. They need to be meaningful. They need to be specific. They need to be measurable. They need to be flexible. Very important to be flexible. We can't be rigid or it won't work. Challenging, exciting, be integrity-based, well-balanced, and realistic. Now, it helps if you can get a focus partner. If you get somebody that you can work with and you each write down your goals and then divide up those seven areas of your life that I was talking about and then talk to each other about it, you'll find that it will come more into focus for you. I am a big fan of Yoda. <laughs> I think that he is, it was a, is a great sage, and his motto is do or do not. There is no try. So you will learn to do more when you learn to do less. So 
get balanced, look into your life, and know that you are the number one person in the room. Nurture your spirit. Live one day at a time. Take it a step at a time. Stay positive. Be strong, yet have a soft heart. Remember my peak principle, which is passion, energy, enthusiasm, and perseverance. Trust your own style. Clear the clutter from your life. Avoid impossible goals. And know that there's no perfection, so good enough is enough, and have an attitude of gratitude. And with that, you will be able to juggle. Well, when we come back from break, Patty Hansen will be gracing our airways once again with her book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Divorce and Recovery. We will be back in a minute to learn how to survive and thrive after a breakup. I'm Cynthia Bryan, and you are listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. Back in a sec. Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature Star Style consultations with personalized sessions by phone or in person. You'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7827. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com. CynthiaBryan.com. You can be the star you are. You're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Be the star you are is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation to improve literacy and positive media. All contributions and donations are tax deductible. To comment on today's show, please call in toll free at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to info at be the star you are.org. Now back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you are, light up the flame that burns. Well, thank you for staying with us here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I am your personal growth coach, Cynthia Bryan. The world knows Patty Hansen as the vivacious co-author and contributor to numerous chicken soup for the soul books. Since 1998, she was the president of legal and licensing for Chicken Soup for the Soul Enterprises. And, of course, she was married to the dynamic motivational speaker, Mark Victor Hansen, since 1979. On her 26th wedding anniversary at a romantic getaway, her husband announced he wanted a divorce. Patty's book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Divorce and Recovery is a Solve that we all need when we think life is over as we know it. Welcome, my friend Patty, to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. 
Thank you, Cynthia. It's always so fun to be on your show. It is. I, I just love connecting with you, and it's been a while, so yay! You Please. have a new book, and I'm <laughs> sure this is not the book you were planning to write uh, 10 years ago. Absolutely not. But, <laughs> a book that, but we, that we need. This is what reality is about today. And what you've done with the book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Divorce and Recovery, 101 Stories About Surviving and Thriving After Divorce, is you really gave people a, a game plan with the 101 Stories of how to get through it. Tell us about your experience because you t- you have a story in here that lies your mother told you, and it had to be devastating. Do you eat chocolate souffle yet? No, no. <laughs> I, you know, as sad as it was, Patty, it was it was of such a charming a charming story. Do you mind telling your story? No, not at all. I'm you know, well, you pretty much told it. I mean, really. Just to expand on it a little bit, um, it, I wasn't a babe in the woods. I did know there was a problem going on, but, um, you know, like anybody who's been married for a long time, you kind of get this feeling like, well, it's a phase he's going through, you know, maybe he'll go get a sports car or something, you know. <laughs> right, right. Go get the red Corvette, right? Yeah, that, and grow a beard and get an earring and shave your head and, you know, do all, all that stuff. Things, yes. <laughs> but as it turned out, it really was, you know, it was a pivotal, life-changing experience this time. And when we finally recognized that, you know, we joined together and said, okay, this just isn't working anymore. We want too many different things. You know, a few different things in a relationship are great because it keeps a relationship interesting. But when you want a completely different lifestyle and, you know, you've got totally different goals in life and there's really nothing left in common, um, just there was no, on. there was no joy. Right. And you needed to find your joy, which of course you have. Yeah. So the, the, what do you took away from this experience and then in writing in the book is this too shall pass and we can rebuild our lives. And when I was reading the book, Patty, that's what I came up over and over is, you know, your heart breaks over different circumstances that happen. But there were also many, many funny stories in here that really gave me a chuckle. And of course, there's always those, the, the great cartoons in there. It seems that divorce is hard, hardest on the kids, though, no matter what age they are. Exactly correct, which is what my story really was about, that um, as much as I thought that my kids were going to be just perfectly okay with this, I mean, we all looked at this as adults, and we sat down with them, and we explained everything that was going on and what was going to happen, and that their dad and I were fine with it, and we needed to be, we don't, it's not that we hate each other or anything. We just needed to find a different way in our lives to be able to give back and to find joy again and to, you know, experience love again. Right. And you're still, I mean, and you work together because you're part of the chicken soup for the soul, you know, family. Right. So, um, but you know, really, like you said, Cynthia, you, no matter how old your kids are, it's hard on them, and they really do have a difficult time. And both of my kids, especially my youngest, still has some residual um, uh, angst about it. <laughs> I guess is the best Patty, way to put it. Isn't that so normal? I mean, it, all, but the stories that when I'm reading in the book, again, we're talking to Patty Hansen. One of the authors of Chicken Soup for the Soul, Divorce, and Recovery with Jack Canfield and Mark Victor Hansen is 
that it, it seems that this is a recurring theme, that it doesn't matter how old the kids are. Some of them can handle it. Other ones, it's really tough for them because they still want to see mom and dad together, no matter how old they are. Yeah. It's that image thing, you know. When we look at our parents, we think of them as a certain way, and we really want them to stay in that box because it makes us as individuals feel more secure. I'm sure that's what it is. Exactly. Well, there were a couple of really funny things in here, and there was one story that is that Arlene uh, Uslander wrote that divorce is like a cake. Oh, yeah. I chuckled because it's so true because, as you know, Patty, I work with kids and teens, and I hear some of these things. One of this is that I know what a honeymoon is. It's a vacation where a husband and wife go on after the wedding, and if they can find a babysitter to stay with the kids, otherwise the kids go with them. Yeah. You know, Talk I about mean, blended that, families, right? Right. It just sounds like that. Or there was another one in here that she had. Well, I've got lots of fathers. I've either got three stepdads or four. I just can't remember anymore. <laughs> and then, it reminds and then me of that. There was a girl, Mara, she disagreed, and she says, um, oh, yes, uh, when somebody said, I'm never getting married, she goes, oh, yes, you will. You'll get married, and then you'll get divorced, because that's what people do. Right. <laughs> it's like that old joke, the two kids sitting on the street corner, and they're talking to each other, and the one kid says, you know what, I think my dad could beat up your dad. The other one says, what are you talking about? My dad is your dad. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. That one I didn't even think about. My goodness. Well, you're now, you're a grandmother as well. How's that being a grandma? Oh, that's awesome. Yes, I love, I love that. that as much as having your own kids? Um, I really liked having my own kids. And, and, you know, being a grandparent, you can't tell your own children how to run their lives or how to raise their kids. So it's kind of like, you know, you're, you're treading on a fine line all the time between, um, you know, giving that care and then also being respectful of your children's wishes and how they want to raise their kids. So. And everybody says that they really enjoy it so much because they can spend a certain amount of time with them and then send them home. Oh, my grandchildren home. live with us. So. Right. <laughs> well, you have to send them just to the other room. <laughs> well, Patty, a lot of people don't know about your past uh, when you were a flight attendant and actually won some, you know, you were commended for saving lives. And now with what some recent things that have happened with Captain Sully landing the, the plane in the Hudson and all of that, why don't you share a couple of those uh, adventures that you had as a flight attendant? attendant. You were with United, I believe, right? Yeah, for, I worked for United for 13 years, but that was like in the back in the good old days, you know, when uh, air, airplanes were a lot simpler in those days and didn't carry as many people, although one of the times um, that I did get commended for bravery was on a 747, and it was a full load, and we had, you know, several hundred people on the airplane. It was when, when we first started showing films, and it used to be that it was a, a continuous film loop that had a light in back of it that that's how we watched the movie and it was in a big pod that was fastened to the ceiling and um, the people in this section called me over and said oh the movie's not working and I looked at it and I could see like like film burning I mean so it was literally fire. yeah so oh. I went and looked up inside the pod and I could see flames in there so I just jumped down got people out of the way and and got the fire extinguisher and and stuck it up in there and put it out. 
I mean, I didn't have time really to call any of the other tenants or get some help because the most important thing at that point was to get the fire out because um, we had just had an incident, I think it was Pan Am, where they had a fire up in the interior, uh, interior part of the upper panel of the plane that had burned a hole in the ceiling and the, and the plane uh, had an emergency uh, landing. So, in fact, I think a lot of people died on that one. So well, that is, it was real important to get that fire out. Right, right, right. Well, you know, and I bet you you just went into action because you had that kind of training. And just knowing you and what a helpful person you are, that would be who you are anyway. You're, you're a hero type of person. You just, you just get it done. Ooh, thank you, Cynthia. That's you didn't nice. even think about it, right? Do you miss any of those fun days? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I still dream about it. I dream I have to go to the airport and I'm not wearing the right uniform. <laughs> You're wearing the opposing uniform. So now what next? Right now the book that we've been talking about is Chicken Soup for the Soul, Divorce and Recovery, 101 Stories About Surviving and Thriving After Divorce. I can't even get over that there's over 180 titles now of Chicken uh, isn't Soup. Isn't that unbelievable? Soul. Crazy, huh? It's, it's unbelievable wonderful. because it was only, what, two years ago that we had the celebration for 101 stories? Was so, that only two years ago? The two? I think I it's know. only two. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just really, really going. So what's next on your agenda? Are you well, continuing? Yeah, I, I'm actually thinking of seriously considering putting together another book. I don't know if it will be a chicken soup for the soul book, but something along the same lines. But I would like to talk about divorce and kids because kids are, are my passion uh, you know, I've always done all the kids' books for Chicken Soup, and exactly. you've done, just you've done love how you know. Soul, uh, yeah, soul two, preteen soul, preteen soul two. Uh, it's a treasury for kids. The girl soul, girl soul. So, I mean, children are your passion. Yep, and I love the preteen age, and you know, the preteen age is really when kids. That I think divorce really hits them the hardest because that's a developmental stage where they're already looking to the outside world for answers, and now all of a sudden their inside world where they thought you know something was stable is dissolves underneath their feet. So um, it's it's I you know I think it can be a devastating experience definitely for kids in that age group, and I'm thinking about doing a book about divorce from the kids' point of view. Oh, I think that would be really helpful because just reading this book that you've done, Divorce and Recovery, when you look at all the comments that kids make, and even though that some of them, you know, are funny and we chuckle at it, the point is is that they're not really understanding what's going on. And more often than not, children think it's their fault. I mean, there's sure. many comments in here. You know, if only, you had cl- if only I'd cleaned my room more, if only, you know, I hadn't sneezed or whatever it is, they think that, they think that they did it, so it would be really helpful to have one from what kids feel. Yep, and, and some resolution for that. Well, and what are some of the resolutions? How, if people are thinking of going through a divorce or going through a divorce now, what are some of your tips in dealing with your children or talking to them? Well, I think it's important to be honest with them about what's going on, but, the, but uh, hold back on the, the, the anger that you may feel about your partner and the blame or any of those kinds of things because kids um, really shouldn't be used as, you know, a bargaining tool in a divorce or uh, as a tool to hurt your partner. That's about the worst thing we can ever do to our children. 
Well, and unfortunately, Patty, as you know, so many people do that, and that really causes a lot of residual, uh, you know, and not only animosity between the, the partners, but the children become really confused by this. Mm-hmm. And well, it's, really I mean, hard. you're spreading around a lot of anxiety that doesn't need to be spread around and um, bad feelings. I mean, what's the point of being here on this planet if, if that's what you're going to be doing? And right. what we really want to do is to be a good example for our kids. That's what we, I mean, I think our main role as parents, are, you know, that's our role. Well, to it be is the best your role. Example that is our be. role. And you've been a great example. And you've really, you know, you're a person that walks your talk. I mean, you you really do care about young people. And to me, that's so crucial because without giving them role modeling for tomorrow, how are our kids, you know, going to act and make conscious decisions and, and positive decisions for their life and for future generations? So, we as adults have a really big responsibility, and no matter what in a divorce, it seems that the best gift that the two parents can do is to still have a united, loving front for their kids. Exactly correct. Exactly and correct. That, and everything and, else can grow. And it yeah. has to be hard. I'm sure you've got to bite your lip, because I know, you know, I have a lot of girlfriends and, and other friends who have been through some Pleasant divorce, some nasty divorce, and it's really hard being kind, you know, to the spouse. But, but it, I think it is a job that we have to undertake. That's, well, if that's what you want is to get a divorce, then you have to be willing to take on the whole enchilada. So to speak. This, writing this book, was it eye-opening for you? Was it healing for you? What was the reaction? Because every time we write a book, I just feel like any time I write anything, I feel like I grow, you know, tremendously. Did you feel that you learned a lot from hearing the stories of all the people that wrote in? Absolutely. I read over 3,000 stories that were mailed to me. So uh, it's what, what I found is that there's a lot of commonality. There's threads that tie us all together when we go through this kind of an experience. I mean, I don't, I don't know one person that's gone through a divorce and didn't feel like somehow or another maybe it was their fault or there was something wrong with them or, you know, they're unlovable. We're unlovable. Yes. You know, yeah. you obviously. Know that, <laughs> it's, it's really easy to try to blame yourself or to think you did something right and kind of that woulda, shoulda, coulda, huh? If only I had done something differently, if only I had been better, if only I had lost weight or didn't have wrinkles or whatever. But, you know, it's really never about that. Well, sometimes it can be about maybe if I had done something different, it would be different. And, and I think that's part of what divorce forces us to take a look at. What are the things you did that worked, and what are the things you do, did in that relationship that didn't work? And maybe you don't want to carry that kind of stuff on with you. Yeah, you know, that's what I was just going to say, Patty, is it's probably not worth it to take that baggage with you. I mean, if we can, everything that we go through in life is both a lesson and a blessing as long as we learn from it. So if, even if we didn't expect uh, this kind of breakup to happen, if we learned what our role and our responsibility in it was, and then move forward, we'll be a better person. That's what it's about. It's well, and that's what your book brings out. Right? Talking with Patty Hansen. She is a co-author of Chicken Soup for the Soul, Divorce and Recovery, 101 Stories About Surviving and Thriving After Divorce. Patty, is your website pattyhansen.com, or is that not up yet? Or? It's not up yet. Um, we had some kind of a problem 
like normal. Yes, and yes, yes. We all live about it. You know, Murphy's Law, right? Right, exactly. So um, I don't have that website, but I do have a Facebook account. So if anybody wants to contact me, they can do that. Or if oh, they I, want to. i got to contact you on Facebook. You can, you Facebook can now. You know what You know my... how to use it? I'm trying to figure this out. <laughs> Except for, Patty, are you being contacted from all these People all over the world with sunglasses on. And I know it's kind I have of no weird, idea but... who they are. They want to be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid that they're. That, you know, I don't know where I'm going to end up. So I'm not sure. But <laughs> but we'll be friends on Facebook. Oh, what do you want to give that out for? Or just Patty? They can just look you up, Patty Hanson. They can look me up. Yeah, Patty Hanson, and then soon you'll see pattyhanson.com, and you can look for Patty's new books. It sounds like a great idea to be doing a book from the kid's point of view about divorce, but this book is Divorce and Recovery, part of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. Patty, it is always so much fun to have you on the air and to be with you. And I am just so glad that everything is going well. And how's Hawaii? Just one last thing. Oh, it's hey. awesome, as is, usual. Have you been back lately? I'm not going back until August, and I was there in February. So, yep. yeah, we're spreading it out. Good you got to come sometime. Good for you. I know that that's such a wonderful retreat, and that keeps you balanced. Yes, well, it it's a joy, Patty, and thank you so much for being on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. And double thanks for endorsing Be the Star You Are for teens. As soon as we have the book, we'll be getting you copies. I just We don't have them yet, but um, I was really thrilled that you were, um, that you were part of it. Well, I'm, as always, I'm so happy to be able to support you in everything you do, Cynthia, because you are awesome. Thank you, Patty. Ditto, ditto. So this was Patty Hansen, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Divorce, and Recovery. Her website's not up yet, but you can look her up on Facebook, Patty Hansen, H-A-N-S-E-N. I'm Cynthia Bryan. The show is Star Style. Be the star you are. We'll be back in a minute with Hope Clark. Stay with us. Apathy, violence, and negative messages are everyday occurrences in our country. You can be a change maker when you dare to care by supporting Be The Star You Are charity, a 501c3 that empowers women, families, and youth through improved literacy, positive media, and tools for living. Visit www.bethestarur.org to find out how you can make a difference in our world. Everyone counts. That web address again is www.bethestarur.org. BeTheStarYouAre.org You're listening to Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Be The Star You Are is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation to improve literacy and positive media. All contributions and donations are tax-deductible. To comment on today's show, please call in toll-free at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to info at BeTheStarYouAre.org. Now back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you are, light up the flame that burns. Well, thanks for staying with us. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I am Cynthia Bryan, your personal growth coach, right here on the Airwaves with you every single week, where we bring you the authors and the experts. 
It was a happy, bright day for me many years ago when I had the great fortune to meet C. Hope Clark. Hope is the author of numerous ebooks, the book, The Shy Writer, and she's the founder of FundsForWriters.com. How she has the time to service the more than 20,000 writers who subscribe to her news- newsletters is kind of beyond me. Yet she still finds time to pull weeds, plant trees, and lounge in her lakeside garden. Appropriately, she has contributed the chapter called The Gift of Hope to Be the Star You Are for Teens. I call her High Hope, and you'll know why when you talk to her. But Hope is exactly what she offers. Welcome back, my friend, to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Oh, I'm happy to be here. You know, I always laugh, Hope, when we first connected, you were always talking about how shy you were, and then you wrote the book, The Shy Writer. But I look at your resume, it is pages and pages long of you speaking and and performing, basically, now. So that shyness has disappeared. Uh, I don't know that it's disappeared, but I like a serious challenge. I do not like to be defeated. Let's just put it that way. Oh, that's for sure. Well, you didn't start off in the writing field. I think that your background is so interesting because being a farm girl myself, I, you know, I, I love your background. And you work for the government, so would you tell us a little bit about yourself and how, you know, how you made the transition? Oh, well, actually, I started as a writer, as a teen writer. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed writing, but... I also did very well academically, so when I reached college, I gravitated toward the sciences and the business, and I wound up working for the United States Department of Agriculture. So it's after 25 years of working for them, and I kept gravitating back to writing, back to writing, <laughs> I finally decided, you know, I need to get back to what I was meant to do. Well, you know, isn't it amazing that your success just, I mean, it just skyrocketed, too. And that's what I just think is so fabulous. You established Funds for Writers, which is a wonderful website, and you have several newsletters that you publish, giving writers first, you give them, uh, you have your, your piece of your editor's mind, which I always love, and tips and guidelines as well as places that they can go to get paid writing jobs. What was it that made you decide to start that? Because that, I mean, it's every, you have 20,000 plus subscribers now, and obviously writers love it, and we need it. Uh, well, I happened to be speaking. I got invited to speak to just a really small women's writing club in Georgia, uh, right across the border from me in South Carolina. And it was back when writing for the web was brand new, and nobody knew exactly how to do it. And and so I had written some book reviews, and I was an associate editor, unpaid, of course, <laughs> uh, writing book reviews. And so I spoke to this little ladies' group and realized, Everybody fussed about, you know, not having enough money, not making enough money as a writer. Well, you know, when I worked for Department of Agriculture, I was in grants and lending. I had a financial arm uh, to me and I, to my to my other side, and I started advising them financially. And all of a sudden, it just developed into emails. Uh, they started contacting me after that little chat, and I'm talking just a dozen women. And they told their friends who told their friends. And finally, I just got tired of answering the same email over and over again. I developed a newsletter. 
That is just, to me, that is the, the greatest story because talk about grassroots. I mean, you really started from just a tip, basically. I mean, it was basically a need that you were filling. And you have, uh, on Funds for Writers, you have all these different categories that people can go to, but one of them is grants. So you are still providing information on how writers can get grants for their writing or they can get uh, places, fellowships or whatever so that they can continue writing. Has that been sort of fun that you've been able to help people in that way? Yes, uh, that, that is probably the thing that attracts people to Funds for Writers most of all. Uh, that and I think the motivational side because I try to keep it positive and I get emails every day saying, oh, I love that you, every weekend I can open this and, you know, you kind of give me a little boot in the behind to, to get out there and keep writing. But the grants is what attracts people to us and it's, uh, I think a lot of people are afraid of grants. They don't think that, you know, I, I'm not good enough to get a grant or I'm not poor enough to get a grant. I, you know, there's a lot of myths out there about Well, why did you bust some of those myths? Because those are, those are big myths. They are. And, you know, a grant is, it's like saying you can write for any magazine. Uh, you can't. You know, you have, to, you have to do your research and pick and select the magazine that fits what you write. You know, you have to do your homework, and grants are the exact same way. You can, there are grants for people who have a lot of publishing credits, and then there are grants for those that have never published. And uh, there are those that will send you away to a one-weekend retreat, or they can send you away for six-month retreats. And you may have to have a degree, or you may not have to have a degree. They, they, are, they are just so varied, and I, I just want writers to keep their options open. And, and well, I want to give out that website so people can go to it. It's fundsforwriters.com. And on this site, you will find the different categories that are the grants, contests. She has all the different writing markets, newsletters you can sign up for, her e-books. You have written how many e-books now? Uh, there's probably a dozen on the site right now. I think in my career I've written 20. <laughs> That is a lot of ebooks. So she's and she's just constantly writing. And her newsletter, as she said, is so positive. And what my favorite part of it, every single time it comes, is the editor's peace of mind because you're always going to get something that is to the point, and it's exactly what Hope is thinking right now. And I really loved this last one that you had sent talking about websites and writing and how we really have to get our elevator speeches and just look at how the comparison and asking ourselves these important questions. So go to fundsforwriters.com. What is new on your plate right now? Do you have another book you're working on? Or are you continuing uh, submitting to other, other books? What's anything you wanted to share? Oh, I have a new chapter in my life. I actually have an agent, and she has got some publishers interested in my mystery novels. Oh, right, because we've been following that, that you've been writing your mystery novels. Congratulations, an agent. Oh, yes, I am tickled to death. Well, if anyone deserves it, it is you. And I just want to thank you, too, you, for writing the chapter in Be the Star You Are for Teens, The Gift of Hope. Everyone has to read it. You're going to love it. The book is not, hasn't, isn't out yet, but as soon as it's out, Hope, you'll be getting it, and we'll be uh, in touch with more information. But thanks again for being part of Star Style, Be the Star You Are, and go to fundsforwriters.com. Is there any other website you wanted to give out? 
Uh, no, that's my one and only right okay, now. Okay, because I know she's got a blog and she has all of that, all those good things. So check out Hope Clark. Hope, thanks for being on Star Style here with me. Thank you. Loved it. Always do. I always love talking to you. So we are going to go to another one of my favorite authors right now. And this woman sees farther than anyone else sees and she jumps every challenge. Her name is Shirley Chang, and Shirley is blind and physically disabled, although you would never know it because she defies all the odds, and she just strives for success. She is the author of several award-winning books, and I like to call her ultra-abled because she knows how to jump those hoops. Welcome, Shirley, to Be the Star You Are. Hi, Cynthia. Thank you so much for having me again on your show. I am absolutely thrilled to be talking with you again. I know. It's fun. I mean, we have been, we have known each other now quite a long time. Oh, yeah. And you were so young when you started writing, and the story of your life is so inspirational. Your mother was instrumental in not only keeping you alive, but in in motivating you to go for the greatness. And you are a person that never, never gives up. Would you talk a little bit about your mom? Because I feel like she could be everybody's mom. She's just such an amazing woman. Yes, absolutely. My mother, Julia Chen, is the cornerstone and light of my life. She's the foundation of my happiness, strength, and success. She has stood by, by me ever since I was in her womb, and she she gives me the most, the greatest unconditional love that any mother could ever give to any child. And I know that her love must have come from God because love comes from God. So she is from God. I'm so blessed to have her. Well, and you were... Tell us a little bit about your background so that the the listeners who are new to the show understand how you became blind and how you became disabled because you were born with this disease. Would you talk about it a little bit? Sure. Well, you see, I was contracted with severe juvenile rheumatoid arthritis at only 11 months old after receiving a tuberculin skin test. So it was a shock to everyone. So by my 13th month, I... I was knocking on death's door. The crippling disease had spread to nearly all of my joints. So my mother took me to China immediately. I went to China six times in a span of 10 years. By doing so, my mother saved my life numerous times. And once in China, I was actually able to walk for one whole year, receiving Western shots combined with massage therapy. Unfortunately, the quality of the shots went downhill, so as they say, the rest is history. So owing to years of hospitalization between America and China, I did not receive any education until age 11. I want you to imagine this. Back then, I only knew my ABCs and very little English. Until 11, you'd never been to school. No, I never had... The only education really was um, the little education they had in uh, I had in school. They, I really never learned really how to read or write. So my, so I only started learning how to read a book when I was eleven. They put me in a special education class in elementary school. 
Because of my thirst for knowledge, I devoured everything that was taught and mostly self-taught myself how to read. So after about 180 days of school attendance, I mastered grade level in all areas and entered regular sixth grade class in middle school. I was a high honor student and received numerous academic writing and art awards. Unfortunately, um, I lost my eyesight at the age of 17, but that did not stop me from loving the I was going to say, nothing stops you. you. Then you started writing books. Yes, I became a professional writer when I was 20. I completed three books that first year, and now at age 26, I'm an award-winning author with 20 book awards. I've written nine books and contributed to 16. And how do you do your writing? Because you are blind and you're in a wheelchair, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. So how, because when I email you or whatever, you email right back. You never have a misspelled word. Everything always looks perfect. You actually do your own layouts for your book. How do you do it, Shirley? Yes, I do everything. I even design and maintain my own website. Well, I use a computer software. It's a screen reader which tells me which keys I type and reads what's on the screen. So I do emails, formatting my books, write them, do my uh, website design and, and everything else, the whole nine yards. So it keeps you pretty busy, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and tell us uh, your latest book. What is your latest book and where can people get it? Well, my latest published book is Embrace Ultra Ability. It's a 12 award winner. It, um, the latest uh, award it received was the National Best Books um, 2008 Awards. People can get it on Amazon.com and the international sites, BN.com, and they also can get autographed copies from my own website, which is www dancewithyourheart.com, which is my motto, Dance With Your Heart. Well, and that was one of your books, too. Oh, yeah, that's Dance my Dance With Your book. Heart, because you not only are a writer, but you're a poet. Yes. Yes, and, <laughs> and that's one of, the, one of the books. Well, the story that you have submitted for Be The Star You Are for Teens is The Gift of Challenges, and it's a very moving story because... You talk about all the difficulties that you had to overcome, and the message that readers will come away with is, hey, everything is possible. There is nothing impossible. Just dream that impossible dream and find a way to do it because that's how you've lived your life, and look at what you've accomplished at such a young age. Absolutely, because I believe challenges are life vaccines. They equip yourself with the necessary tools to battle future storms. I have received many of these vaccines. The obstacles and marks have made me stronger and invisible as I wait for the next high mountain to scale. Because let me ask you, if there were no challenges, how could I name myself a victor? If there were no darkness, how could the stars appear so bright? See, listen to the poetry and just the words that you are saying. And you, isn't you, you have a website as well, ShirleyChang.com, right? Yes. DanceWithYourHeart.com is just a redirect. Okay. So DanceWithYourHeart.com or ShirleyChang.com, and her last name is spelled C-H-E-N-G 
com. Well, Shirley, thank you so much for visiting with us. It is always so great to talk with you because you have you have this passion for living and you are such a role model for other people. And like Patty Hansen was saying earlier, we all have to just get off the couch, get off our butt and get going. Absolutely. I'm so honored to be here once again, Cynthia. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Shirley. Go to ShirleyChang.com or DanceWithYourHeart.com. Pick up her books. They're very inspirational. You'll be able to read a story and be the star you are for teens. It's called The Gift of Challenges. And when, once we have the website up, BeTheStarYouAre.com, you'll see your pictures and all the information there. So that was Shirley Chang. Thank you so much, Shirley, and we will talk again. Well, thank you all for being great listeners and allowing me into your life each week. Make sure you're tuned to this station every week with me, Cynthia Bryan, at your personal growth coach for the expert advice in fun and success from renowned authors around the globe. You can change your life and you can make your dreams come true, and I'm here to help you do it. For more information about Star Style Productions or to purchase any of the books that we're talking about, please go to star-style.com. You can call the Star Style Studios, 925-377-STAR, and we do take credit cards. Make a donation to Be The Star You Are charity. Keep us on the air. We're empowering women, families, and youth, and hopefully increasing literacy and positive media and giving you some tools for living. The phone number is 877-944-STAR or website bethestarur.org. As you go out into the day-to-day, remember that no one has ever walked the earth with your exact combination of inborn and acquired strengths, weaknesses, skills, talents, frailties, and experiences. You are one of a kind. You are you, and you have the power to love yourself and be the person you were born to be. Become the star of your own life. You already are a star. Take a look in the mirror and admire yourself. You're a wonder of creation. My aim is to encourage, inspire, inform, and motivate. Cherish the past, dream of the future, and celebrate every single moment of your life. And please read a book this week. It's like a garden in your pocket. Until I celebrate with you next week, I'm Cynthia Bryan, thanking you and encouraging you. Be the star you are. We'll talk next week. Thanks again for listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. For more information about Be the Star You Are Nonprofit Corporation, please visit BeTheStarYouAre.org. That's BeTheStarYouAre.org. Join Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany again next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, here on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember, to be a leader, you must be a reader. Enjoy a stellar week. You're a seeker, a dreamer, with courage to give. Every special part of you.